Here's your Forbes Daily Briefing for Thursday, February 29th. Today on Forbes, here's who could loan Trump $540 million. As we told you earlier this week, Donald Trump now owes roughly $454 million to New York State, and counting, with more than $110,000 in interest accruing per day, after a judge found the former president's companies guilty of repeated fraud. Trump also owes some $88 million to the writer E. Jean Carroll for sexual abuse and defamation verdicts against him. Yesterday, an appellate judge granted Trump some interim relief, allowing him to seek loans from banks chartered or registered in New York. The judge, however, did not let Trump off the hook for the $454 million in fines and interest. The legal back and forth, if anything, emphasized his cash crunch. His lawyers argued that it would be, quote, impossible for Trump to post a bond for the full amount and warned that, without relief, quote, properties would likely need to be sold to raise capital under exigent circumstances. Yes, Trump is a billionaire in terms of net worth, but he only has around $400 million in cash and other liquid assets, based on Forbes' most recent estimate. That won't be enough to cover his bond bill, and certainly not enough to cover what he owes both the state and Carol. Plus, he likely won't want to give up all of his cash at once. And even with theoretical access to lenders in New York, for Trump, raising money from others won't be as easy as it once was. As one billionaire tells Forbes, the former president, who has a history of stiffing partners and declaring bankruptcy, is hardly an ideal borrower. The billionaire, who asks to remain anonymous, says, quote, Trump sues everyone, and what if he puts the asset into bankruptcy? Most will say, I am not touching this guy. Trump does have plenty of assets to put up as collateral, including the 27 mortgage-free properties we told you about earlier in the week, that are collectively worth over $1.1 billion. Yet, as far as getting loans, New York-registered banks he's worked with over the years, like UBS and the Bryn Mawr Trust Company, may still be skittish. Deutsche Bank, which was named in the Attorney General's lawsuit, has already decided to sever ties with Trump long before the judge's decision was announced. Bert Eli, an adjunct scholar at the Cato Institute's Center for Monetary and Financial Alternatives, says, quote, Given the growing reputational risk of doing business with Trump, I suspect he increasingly has to deal with relatively unconventional lenders, such as wealthy individuals, closely held financial firms, and foreign entities not subject to U.S. banking laws or regulation. Evan Gottlob, a partner of the law firm Saul Ewing, is placing his bet on the Middle East and China. He says, quote, There are plenty of banks in the UAE, the New Wall Street, as well as in countries like Saudi Arabia. He also has close ties to China. Trump has plenty of connections abroad. He has a newly minted partnership with a Saudi real estate firm and the government of Oman. His son-in-law, Jared Kushner, meanwhile, has been cozying up to Saudi Arabia's crown prince, Mohammed bin Salman. Kushner's nearly two-year-old private equity firm reportedly received a $2 billion investment from Saudi Arabia's Sovereign Wealth Fund. Of course, taking this path would raise fresh questions about his business partners and conflicts of interest right in the middle of an election, but that likely won't deter Trump. There are still some options in the U.S. Axos Bank is one obvious contender. The San Diego-based, largely online lender, which has $22 billion in assets, loaned Trump $225 million in 2022 to refinance two real estate holdings, 
and its CEO, Gregory Garibrands, donated to Trump's 2020 campaign. Axos did not respond to Forbes' requests for comment on whether it would continue lending to Trump. Another domestic option might be Ladder Capital, a $5.5 billion real estate investment trust with three loans out to Trump right now on 40 Wall Street, Trump International Hotel and Tower, and Trump Plaza, per the presidential candidate's latest financial disclosure. But Ladder Capital, which did not respond to a request for comment, did not finance either of Trump's most recent deals at Trump Tower and Trump National Doral. It's unclear whether the firm, which has received plenty of scrutiny from its connections to Trump, would want to deepen its relationship with the former president. If Trump can't find banks willing to move quickly enough, he can try to hit up wealthy investors and billionaire Republican megadonors who not only have cash, but very much like the foreign entities we mentioned earlier, have an incentive to endear themselves to a potential future president. A few of these possibilities include Phil Ruffin, Andrew Beal, and Kenny Trout. For full coverage, check out John Hyatt and Kyle Mullen's piece on Forbes.com. This is Kieran Meadows from Forbes. Thanks for tuning in.